told me I'm an alcoholic. It's good to be here today. I uh, want to thank everyone who put this round together. Uh, I want to thank Mark for sure for, I don't know how we got my number to call me on one day when I was uh, in cell and asked me to do some service and I said I'll have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so again, my name's Toby. I'm an alcoholic. I'm uh, 27 years old. I was born in uh, Jam, Alberta, well, around there. And uh, yeah, I can't really say that I my childhood was very good, actually. I had a loving family, and uh, dad was somewhat of an alcoholic, I guess. He drank a lot. Uh, I never really knew why. I never understood why, why he didn't love me enough to, you know, to just not drink. And uh, I must say, I blamed for my alcoholism for a long time. But uh, yeah, it wasn't until I got in here that I actually learned something about this disease. And uh, that was about the best thing that ever happened to me. But I took my first drink when I was about 13 years old. Uh, you know, a lot of people say that it did a lot of things for him. I don't really, what's funny is I don't really know why I did take that drink. You know, I guess I, it, it just seemed like a good thing to do. And uh, I had known that I'd watched my dad, you know, suffer. And I heard stories about his dad and things like that. So I never wanted to be like that, you know. I definitely, that wasn't in the plan. You know, I didn't wake up one day and said, you know, I want to get to Alcoholics Anonymous one day because these people seem really nice. And, uh, you know, one other thing, I showed up at my first meeting and, you know, I, I was really missing somebody. I came in here because of a girl and, uh, you know, people, people raised their hand and uh, said they were an alcoholic and if there's any one new or anyone who wants this program and I raised my hand, you know, it felt like I fit in somewhere and, you know, it was all good for that hour. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I really had no idea what I was, what I was dealing with here, you know, and uh, I, I just, I just remember, you know, for the first time in my life, I had, I, I, just for a split second, you know, I realized what the consequences of my drinking were and, uh, you know, people weren't, people weren't uh, dealing with that shit anymore, you know. And, you know, I, it's not like I never heard the message, you know, there were some good people in that meeting, but I wasn't ready to hear, you know. I just, I had so many answers, you know, I just knew everything. I was like 24 years old, maybe, and, you know, nobody could tell me nothing. And, uh, you know, I stayed for that meeting. People gave me some phone numbers and said, reach out. And, uh, you know, I knew I won't need it to do that because, you know, I'm different. And uh, one thing that surprised me, though, was how happy these people are. You know, some of them seemed like they had something that was just, it was different, you know. And, uh, but I wanted the girl back. You know, that, that's really, let's be honest, you know, that was one of the consequences of being an alcoholic is you hear something and you don't hear it at the same time. You know how it says, uh, rarely have you seen a person feel less thoroughly fall their path. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I know, but, you know, I, I, I'm going to work my program and you work yours. You know, that, that's how I'm going to do it. 
you know, don't tell me what to do. You know, I'm, I'm just here until until I get my things back and, uh, you know, shit like that. So, but anyway, this on this went on for some time and, you know, eventually, I don't know how, again, coincidentally, this guy called me up one day and I had just, uh, being powerless for alcohol and drugs, I had made a commitment not to drink and in a split second, you know, the thought of drink crossed my mind, and next thing you know, I was on the way to Brooks, Alberta to see the drug dealer, you know, visit this guy, and, uh, you know, I was just off like that. And, you know, the next day, I was sitting, I was sitting somewhere, and this, this phone number shows up on my phone, and, and uh, of course, I didn't answer. So I decided to call him back about an hour later, and he said, hey, it's yada, 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 and, you know, I'm just wondering how you're doing. I said, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm struggling, you know, and he's like, well, I got an answer for you, you know, if you have, you, you have a sponsor. I said, no, you know, no, I haven't got a sponsor yet, but, you know, uh, actually, I'm not doing that bad, you know. It's just today, and, you know, this, this thing happened. I know now, you know, I can't even take as much as one drink, and uh, everything's going to be fine. He said, okay, that's good. So, But there's another consequence, you know. Now when I go to a meeting, I'm, I'm also a uh, please love me alcoholic and uh, please accept me alcoholic and things like that. And I knew that this guy was mad at me. You know, because I didn't, he figured I was going to drink and I really didn't. So, so I said, yeah, let's do some steps. And, uh, we read a little bit and I agreed with everything. And, uh, you know, things went good for a little while. And also I did an inventory and it took like two months. Because I had a lot of other things to do. You know, the dog ate my homework and things like that. <laughs> Every excuse possible. And, uh, you know, finally I got it done. I got, uh, we did our step five, and he said, yeah, now we got to do six and seven. And I'm also pretty good live, I thought, you know, this is where it next. And I was relapsing now and again, you know, kept it under control for a little bit, didn't tell anyone. And, you know, one day he starts asking these tough questions, you know, like, when are you? When are you gonna, you know, start taking this thing seriously and things like that? And I just got very suspicious, you know. Like, who, who, who does this guy think he is? You know, I'm just trying to not drink here. And, you know, eventually I said this isn't gonna work and things like that. And you know, like this time the woman had come back, obviously, so I was good to go. And, you know. One thing I find is that, for myself anyway, you know, it's not like, not every time, especially with all this information, you know, maybe sometimes I can have one drink, you know, maybe sometimes I can smoke one joint or things like that, but eventually, you know, I didn't consult my disease about this, you know, because my disease is really in control here, and it's going to decide what I do, when I do it, you know, who I'm going to to, who I'm going to hang around, which meetings I go to, and things like that. I wasn't going to meetings at that time, but anyway, I fired my sponsor, and uh, yeah, things went well for a time, you know, but you know, it, it says, and I think it's in a vision for you, it says, now and then, 
a serious breaker being dry at the moment, um, tells himself, you know, I'm sober, I'm happy, you know, I got all these things back, and, you know, it'll work better, feel better, having a better time. And it says, as ex-problem breakers, we smile and laugh at such a sad We know we'd do anything to take a couple of drinks, a couple of boots to get away with it, you know. And just, if only, you know, this would go away, then I could be fine, I could be alone again, you know, nobody would bother me, I won't have to go to meetings and things like that, and my eyes were shut, you know. I just couldn't see life the way you got to see it in here. And I struggled with that for about, you know, maybe nine to ten months. And uh, I had this, I had this old loss. And he was a really good guy. You know, May he rest in peace. And, uh, you know, Jake had nerves of seeing him. Like, this guy could, could look you in the eye and he could tell you the truth. You know, he, he, didn't, he didn't mess around with anybody. You know, but one day, Jake drives behind the hill, takes a gun, and ends it all. And I was always wondering, you know, why would you do that? You know, you had everything. You know what I mean? You had everything. You know, everybody liked you, you know, everybody respected you and things like that. And, and you know, by this time, there was a round meeting where we were sitting out of the bar and I don't know I called in. And uh, that was a night shift. And I remember sitting there and, you know, I, I got to think and I'm like, I don't know exactly what went on, but I, I all of a sudden had a pretty good idea why you did what you did. And you know, that that's really the moment God showed up. You know, I was speaking over sober, sort of, you know. But I, I knew at that point that even if I stay sober like this, I'm still screwed. You know, I'm screwed. Because the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind and not his body, you know? And my alcoholism shows up when I stop drinking, period, you know? And, uh, you know, one thing I can say is that newcomers are very important. You know, they're important as anybody else. Never underestimate the power of plant seed, you know? I had never, I, I didn't remember one guy telling me to keep coming back, put the plug in the job, you know, use this for your higher power, this or that, but I remember that guy that said, you know, call me back when you're ready, you know, eventually you're going to burn it down, you're going to be back at the same place, doing the same shit, and you're going to hit that wall, man, and that happened to me. May 22nd, 2022, you know, I had nowhere else to go. And there, actually, there was one other option. I, I considered it, considered just opening the door, leave the tractor running, and uh, just jump out because I was depressed, you know. And I, I actually, I heard this analogy one day, or I don't know if I used the word, but he said, alcoholics don't get depressed, they get very depressed, you know, and it showed up like boom, it was the first time I realized that I always thought people were depressed for weak will and, you know, can't you just get a word and shit like that, but I couldn't put that aside, you know, I just took, and I uh, sat there, 
and like I said, I just, I just knew I had nowhere else to go, you know, I had nowhere else to go, and I couldn't wait till once that happened, you know, uh, I always wondered, you know, how, how, how do you do your step one, you know, what, what is step one, do you roll up your sleeve and tell everybody that you're powerless, that, you know, you admit that your life is unmanageable and all that shit, everybody knows, you know, everybody can see. It's like, you're the last to know, but it was basically, you know, and, and I, I always, I, I love when I talk to a newcomer and he says this, I need help, I can't stop drinking, you know, I can't stop drinking, never mind, you don't understand, you know, I'm just gonna go with this meeting and a busy day, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, no, I actually... For the first time in my life, I could leave this show. And I had nothing to do with that, you know? My, that was, I, I seriously, I couldn't have thought myself there. I, I just, I don't know, to this day, I have no idea what happened, you know? I, but I, I do suspect this, because God had shown up and said, hey, you know, it's time, man. It's time, you know? I, and uh, it was serious. And there were people, I, I just, Every, everything started to sort of click, or something started to click anyway, like the people in here who took this thing seriously, you know, who actually, who actually believed this shit, you know, who believed that, hey, you know, for example, AA did just one day show up and said, hey, I think there might be a guy, and uh, he could help you, you know? I just, I can't really say but that, you know, I didn't like God, and I didn't, I was alcoholic, you know, I suffer from the consequences of this disease, and if I think I have a relationship with God, you're not going to change my mind, you know, because I think I have a relation, and I feel like it humiliated enough, you know, until I get beat down, broken, I'm not going to take any suggestions, you know, and, and that's one of the consequences of my disease, you know, it, it's that complete inability because my alcoholic life is the only normal, you know, that's the only life I know really, and uh, it was at that point when, you, when I called this guy back, who I had stolen money from, or who I lied to, who was, you know, just doing anything he can to help. It was at that point where he could say, you know, how it says, one of the that always go back to in uh, working with others, I think it says, basically something like this, his religious, uh, or his theory of God might be far superior to yours, but if he needs help, you can show him somehow that it's not working. You know, and, and that was that was a, a real game changer here. You know, I came in this time with no more answers, and that and that uh, you know, I don't know how you get there. I got there by drinking and using, but um, when that happened, I was willing to listen. You know, I was willing to do anything this guy said. You know, I remember I was like, I had just told me I'm going to go to any length, you know, I don't care what you ask me to do, treatment center, you know, I'll go overseas and do a ministry and everything. He said, yeah, that's fine, that's fine, you don't have to do that, but uh, one thing I want you to do, I'm in the city right now and there's these two uh, really nice 
ladies, they're older, they don't have a license anymore. I'd like you to pick them up and take them to a meeting. If you go, they're really nice. And I'm like, holy shit. What if anybody sees me? What if anybody sees me? I'm not that, you know, I just, but then I remember, hey man, you know, you don't have an answer for You're gonna do whatever the hell he says, you know? And uh, if you, if step two, you know, that again, the consequences of being an alcoholic. We had a bit of real power was over alcohol that our lives have become unmanageable. Can't believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And if I am insane, I need to be restored to sanity. You know, I don't care how how much money I have, you know, if I still have my license, if, you know, I still have some friends left, you know, some guy says I'm a nice guy, I should have been saying, you know. I am insane. And, um, you know, again, that, I didn't question that anymore because I really, at that point, you know, I, I didn't care what what really anybody thought, you know, that, that was, I was in the most helpless, hopeless state I have ever been in, you know, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's quite an amazing thing. So anyway, I picked up these two ladies, and uh, you know, I can almost say today, I, I hardly ever go through ball without giving them a call, seeing if they want to go to me. Because, you know, I, I just, I, there's no place I'd rather be than, you know, being, being absurd. But not every day, obviously, you know, some I'm not perfect, but yeah. And, you know, it's things like that when your sponsor gives you a suggestion, or somebody in the program that, you know, you look at them, you know they're crazy, you know, but you do it anyway because there's no other way. And, um, you know, and I, I remember having, uh, for the first time we did our step three, it was at his place, and, uh, you know, I wasn't ready at that point. That was the first time when we got on our knees, said the prayer, and I faced some tears. And, uh, you know, this time, again, like we made the sick to turn our brother and lives into the care of God as a son. I did not understand God. You know, I, I really did. But, you know, like it says, you know, selfishness, self-centeredness, that's the root of your troubles. And I, I always find that one where it says that uh, after the prayer, it says we thought well before we taking this step, making sure we were ready. And uh, you know, I can honestly say there wasn't, there wasn't even a, a question that I was ready. You know, because again, I, I had no, I had nothing. And uh, you know, all, all I said was, man, just stay with, just stay with again. You know, I, I thought in step three that everything was good now, you know. I remember we were hauling, and I was all, I don't know what it was, probably wheat or something like that, to Lethbridge. And uh, this guy, I, I was, uh, I showed up to the thingy, and uh, he said, this guy comes over, and I could see he was mad. And he said, like, holy shit, what are you doing? You know, you know, it's like I have to do your job for you, and shit like that. And I just spoke that, and I said, man, I've never been here before. So I got to thank him. I'm like, man, you've been here many times. You just need a decision to turn your will of your life toward to God and your life. You better call your sponsor right now. I said, holy shit. Hey, man, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm in, I'm in terrible trouble here. He said, what's going on? I said, I'm just lying. 
But you know, at, at that point, you know, I was so broken, I was so beaten, and uh, I was, I just, you know, I, I just did what, what was suggested to do for me. And uh, I, I really, see, I, that's the point, like, again, at this point, I believe that my way of life was going to kill me, you know. I was out freaking, I, I was my worst enemy, and I was truly out helping. So, I heard somewhere that alcoholics are men and women who are actually out there to destroy themselves. And that's what it felt like, you know. I, I had just lied again. You know, I was going to drink, but I knew that there was one other thing to do, you know, call your sponsor, call your sponsor. And I, yeah, I talked me through it, and I, I somehow got all shaking, and uh, what can happen is that motivates me, you know. I did my, I, got my fourth step done and, and we did a step five and uh, you know I was talking with somebody out there today and I said you know I always thought after step five everything changed you know you're good you're on your way and uh, things like that you know everything's gonna be fine but one thing I learned in step five is that finally you know alcohol wasn't really my problem you know I had been so for quite some time and you know, I was still, I was still the same way, you know, I, I was, I was still acting the same way and, and my step four and step five had proved to me that, you know, basically all the things that you used to do, you were sober, you know, sure, I mean, I hit the ditch sometimes, and, you know, I had a resentment at my friend for not coming to pick me up or something like that, but that's not really the deal. The deal is, you know, the people I had actually hurt, you know, the, the pain I had caused other people and uh, the selfishness and self-centeredness that was ruining my life, you know, it, it, was, it, it was basically driving me to the point where, you know, I was unlivable, unlovable, you know, I couldn't form a relationship with anybody, it was all about me, you know, me, 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 me. And I, I just, I, until I read that, like, until somebody actually said in the step five and had the guts to tell me that, you know, that is your real problem. Like, you're as sober as you're going to get, and if you don't change, you know, we will be back to the same shit or you're going to wish for. Because after that, you, I can't take a drink anymore, you know? I, I, well, I can, but when I'm uncomfortable now, when I'm going through the trials, you know, when I'm going through that shit, I can't take a drink anymore, you know, and uh, until I had actually, I think what happened most was is that, yeah, I believed it, you know, I had actually believed that, again, what, the biggest thing that, that amazed me so much is that, you know, I have read this stuff over and over, but until you go through it with somebody and have somebody explain it to you, basically spoon feed it to you when you're willing. You know, I, I just can't see it. I, I just, I, I'm delusional, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I remember after that step five, I I drove back home, I did it in Calgary, and, uh, you know, I, I was just crying the whole way, man. And also, I was so pissed off at myself, you know? I was so mad that I wasn't perfect and things like that. And, uh, 
you know, step six, uh, uh, there's this guy in the program and uh, he, he always says that step six, step six, step six, step seven, you know, things like that. And uh, I, I never really understood why. It, it, there's two short paragraphs, you know, what, what's actually going on here. But, you know, from the, from what I've learned is that, you know, now it's basically step three on steroids, you know. <laughs> Did you, are you actually willing to make that, that decision you made, you know, is it actually real, you know? Are you actually willing to now, for the rest of your life, or more importantly, just for today, you know, turn everything over to your high power. And, uh, you know, I, I've learned along the way that, that that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that everything's going to be good. And every, it says, you know, if we are to gain any real advantage from this step up to problems other than alcohol, you know, we're going to have to take a brand or make a brand new venture into open-mindedness, you know. And that's sometimes very uncomfortable, you know. I don't want to do things some days, and some days I'm tired, and, you know, some days I can't make as many meetings as I want to. But I, I know for myself that that step, that step is what will save me, you know. I have to, this higher power, God has to become real, you know. And uh, I, I really, I always thought, I always thought that was going to be, you know, something so simple because I, I had done step four I had done step five and uh, you know it, it just some days I felt like you know I, I didn't want to get up in the morning anymore I didn't want it but you know as we read through I figured out what my problem was or my sponsor and he said you know it's time to go out and uh, make a list of all the people you have harmed it's time to pay the money back you know it's time to make the amends and uh, you know, I think when you when you walk around and uh, you got so much shit on your mind all the time of, you know, you're beating yourself up over things. I had to get to that place where, you know, no matter what, man, I got to move in life to do this. And, you know, I, I can honestly say that after after I uh, suffered long enough again, you know, I was willing to make the amends. You know, and uh, the only way I learned was through repeated humiliation. You know, constantly on the phone, bitching and whining. And, you know, this guy did this, this guy did that. And then one day, you know, my sponsor just told me, man, this isn't about you anymore. You know, this has nothing to do with you anymore. You know, you're a train wreck. And, uh, you know, I. It's like I had just, I had realized that my problem wasn't drinking. I had realized that it's selfish and self-centeredness, but sometimes you got to hear it in the most simple way. You know, when are you actually going to start making your amends? You know, and, and it was just something that I was sober long enough that, you know, I'm, I'm starting to, uh, I'm starting to take that will back again. You know, I'm starting to not take suggestions anymore and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, I just, like I said, you know, sometimes I need to go through the pain long enough to realize that, you know, what, are you actually willing to grow up? Are you, are you willing to, are you willing to do this or not? You know, I, I think that there's a reason Bill Wilson put in there, you know, 
we remembered that we said at the start, you know, we were willing to go to any length. And, uh, you know, most of them, again, were, I wasn't really that scared. I was scared of that one, you know, of that one that I had to do. And, uh, you know, the, the wonderful thing about that is that if, if there's anything, you know, that's the one God is, is waiting for you to do. You know, that's the one sucker that's going to get you. That, that's the one, you know, I can, I can basically do whatever I did the first time in here. You know, I, I did what was suggested in the big book, everything that I wanted to do. But I wasn't willing to do that. And, uh, you know, I remember going to, this guy was my uncle and, uh, you know, he had, we had had some complications through my childhood and things like that, and I had threatened him many times, and, but until I went and did that event, you know, until I went and did that event, I just, I couldn't move ahead, and I just want to deeply encourage everybody, you know, you can do your step 10s, you can do your step 11s, you can, sometimes it's the most obvious thing that you don't want to do, that you got to do, and, and you're just, I, I just go through it, you know, I, I just, I pray, and meditate, you know, I call new covers, but it, it just seemed like that I wasn't going anywhere, and, uh, you know, that that was the one event that, that was holding me back, and when I went and did that, I remember, you know, I just got on my knees again, and I said, Lord, help me, you know, God, please freaking help me here. I'm, I'm scared. And he basically said, you know, don't worry, man. I'll give you the words. You know, one of one of the one. I, I know for for me, you know, we have a lot of fear. You know, we we have a lot of fear, and you know, a hundred forms of them actually. So, you know, the the biggest one is that you know the fear of what other people will think of me. You know, it's it's that. I'd rather die again than either know what you think of me or you're hearing something that I don't want to hear. And, uh, you know, but when God becomes the central fact of your life and you actually want to do what it says in step six and, and uh, grow in the image and likeness of your creator, you know, it'll push you. And, uh, you know, it, I can honestly say that's one of the best relationships that I have today, you know. And, uh, you know, yeah, so if, if there's anybody in here, you know, and you're struggling, and talk to your sponsor about that, man. You don't have to suffer alone, you know, and, and, you know, that, I was freaking so close, you know, I was so close to going back out, and I remember, you know, I had my, we were, I was constantly on the phone with my sponsor, and, you know, I had such a resentment against him through this shit, you know, that I called somebody else about this resentment, and this, and this, and yeah, and it, it's from that one thing, you know, that so much other shit, it's, it's like flicking matches, you know, and pretty soon, pretty soon it's on fire, and you don't know where to go anymore, but... You know, I'm, I'm just so grateful for, thank God for the guy that's in here, and thank, I thank my higher power all the time for bringing this guy into the program as well before, because he taught me a lot of shit, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not really about the knowledge, but it's, it's the people who try to lift you up, you know, that, that'll, that'll save you, I think, you know, and, uh, but, you know, step 10. 
step plan. I, I know for uh, for me, the biggest gift about that step plan is, you know, I can't change other people, you know. I know it says continue to watch for selfishness, dishonest, resentment, fear, but, you know, I, I know uh, I was listening to a lot of Mark Houston and uh, he said, you know, constantly one day work on watch. One day work on, you know, resentment and watch out for me, resent. Well, I resented freaking everybody. You know, uh, I was constantly afraid and uh, constantly this and constantly that. And I called this guy and I called this guy. And, you know, that's really good. It's good to stay connected. But maybe, quite possibly, it is a spiritual accident that whatever I am disturbed, the problem lies with me. And I, I know for myself that that's the best way to start. You know, that was the only way, being because, you know, being as smart as I am and uh, being able to memorize the big book like I do, over that line, <clears throat> you know, I just skim right over. And I, it's no way that it's always my fault, you know. Every time, really, every time. And, uh, but, you know, until I can use that and... And I guess sometimes, you know, God opens your eyes and you're able to see things differently. But, you know, I, I, I know, you know, the, what really helped me was through, it says, you know, first we ask God to remove it and talk to someone immediately, man. And uh, if, if you have the strength and the faith and the courage to call the guy who you know who's going to tell you the truth, you know, maybe sometimes he's going to say, you know, what are you ready for the hell you know, when, when are you actually ready to grow the hell up? I don't care how much time you have, you know, I don't care how many meetings you go to, I don't care if you pick that willow and then I took to a meeting, this is about this, and this has nothing to do with you, and it's your fault, you know. It's a spiritual axiom, whenever you're disturbed, the problem lies with me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, again, it's those people who are who love you enough to tell you the truth and, you, and to uh, to lift you up that that you know will you know that truth will set you free and uh, you know so many times I've been saved by that like you know especially right now you know life gets pretty busy and I know that I've recovered pretty quickly yeah. You know, I, I haven't had a drink for a little while now, but it, it's really, it has nothing to do with that. And I think the biggest thing that, that this program gives you, if you if you don't have an answer anymore, if you, if you don't have, a, if you're so broken that, you know, you just, you just have no way out and you know life is never going to get better. It, it, once you get through the steps, you know, you have to be, and, uh, you know, that, that I kind of, uh, I realize what I have to do today, you know. And again, some days are easier than others, but if you're so confused and you're constantly fighting this thing, you know, sometimes the best thing to do is give up and give up and, and get back on the phone and admit what's going on and, and you know all of a sudden you don't have to struggle anymore, you know. All of a sudden you don't have to friggin' fight this thing alone anymore. And you know that step kind of saved me so many times and, and you know what but I've come to realize that uh, it, it really is working step six. You know, it, it really is. Because if I'm not willing to do that, and if, and if I'm not willing to pick up that phone 
and continue to watch that shit. If, if this program means anything at all, that when I feel I'm just gonna go to the next thing over and over again, and that cycle starts, man. And, and soon enough, I'm, I'm down the rabbit hole again. And uh, you know, I just I didn't want that to happen anymore. I had lived that life, you know. I, I had lived that freaking life, and I don't want, you know, I, I just didn't care for it anymore. And uh, you know that to me, the biggest fool of either. Has, has always been pain, you know, has always been pain, because I think alcoholics are strong people, you know, I think they can hang on for way longer than the average person, you know. People <laughs> you take a look around here, and, you know, we, we don't like to give up, man. We don't like to give up. And, you know, that, you know, once I, I guess, you know, the one thing, the one thing if I if I if my message today means anything at all is you know ask for help. If you're really stuck and you don't know which way to turn, you know, get a weed. You know, who's who's in here that 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 really you want something to happen that go be honest and say, look, I'm freaking dying. You know, I'm freaking dying because I, I know, you know, the longer I sober up, the, the longer I stay sober on my own, the bigger my ego goes, and the harder it gets, you know, the harder it gets, it gets harder and harder and harder, and, you know, if you're like me, you're going to start at step one, praying and meditating, you know, because I need a higher power, but, you know, there's a, there's a wonderful saying that, that I've always liked, which is that, you know, if you if you want God to to help you, and if you expect anything out of this world, or how about if you expect to be blessed in any way, you know, go make go make things right with your brother and sister. You know, that God connects you less. You know, and I was carrying a whole shitload of, of garbage. You know that that was driving me down constantly, and um, you know until I did that. Then nothing else worked. And, you know, step twelve. I always, uh, I remember when I got through the steps the first time with my sponsor. He said, "You know, Toby, before I take you through, do you, uh, if you find anything here, man, and, and if if you have any the heart of any kind, you know, you you will want to." take people to this program. You know, I did say I'm not going to sponsor you. We don't sponsor other people and things like that. I think he knows enough about alcoholics that I'm probably not going to freaking call him back anyway, you know, once we get done here. And, uh, but I, I also have to think, you know, I'm not helping other people. You know, this is my business, what other people do. But, you know, again, <clears throat> the most wonderful thing I've got with this program is a vision. You know, and uh, I, I love talking to newcomers, you know. I love it. I just, it, it's, it's my passion, you know. And uh, I think, you know, if if you actually want this program, and like it says, you know, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. You know, if, if you do and you try to, you don't want to help you, you know. I can't beat that into anybody that, you know, you should be of service and you should do this and you should do this. My job, my job is, is, to, is to carry this message and to carry what I found. And, uh, you know, it, I, I know for me, you know, you didn't, you didn't need to, uh, you didn't need to tell me that. 
and, and maybe that's just me, maybe I'm just different, but actually I know who I'm really, but, you know, once, once I got something here, man, I just, I wanted to give it away, and if, if you still have your own answer, you know, where are you gonna go, you know, I, I've heard it, it said many times that, you know, when I came in here, you know, if they want to talk about the God thing or something like that on the first day, I would have left, you know, I did leave, but when I was ready, I had nowhere else to go. You know, where am I going to go? Am I going to go back to the washroom? And so I'm lying to the very alcohol. You know, that was my only option. And, you know, sometimes uh, I just, you know, I have no other answer. And I'm just so grateful for the people in here that actually, you know, that God sponsored, that did this work, and that had a spiritual way. Because, you you know, you could see it in their eyes, man, that they had something, you know, you could see it in their eyes. And uh, it, it wasn't really how much they told in the big book, it was the way they were helpful and the way they were interested in you and the way they loved you. And uh, nobody's ever really done that. And, and then, you know, you, you could try and do God's work or you could try and, and play God and things like that, but you know, one of the gifts that, that I realized too is that, you know, even when I'm sponsoring, I'm not God. You know, I'm not God. And, uh, you know, all I got to do is stay close to him and perform his work well. And sometimes that's not easy, and he'll do the rest, you know. So many times I've been down in the dumps, and, you know, I, I want more sponsors and things like that. And, and when the time is right, like three people call for it. Or you go just the right means, or you go to, you know, you go around or something like that, and it just happens, and you can't, you just can't plan stuff, you know. But I have to stay willing, and I have to stay almost. And, uh, you know, the Lord is good. And I'll just end with this, you know, for seven, but I think, uh, <clears throat> There's a story in Alcoholics Anonymous number three, and uh, Bill Dobbs, I think, was his name. He was uh, he was so great. But to to me, the way I read that story is he was miserable, you know, or he wasn't that happy anyway. And uh, he was sitting. They were sitting at uh, Bill and uh, I think his wife's name was Henrietta. He said, you know, I knew that some people in here had had something different, you know. They had something different, and all of a sudden, you know, this just proves that it doesn't matter if you think you had a good share, you know, somebody might have heard something, and he said, uh, suddenly I got the answer, you know, Bill had told Henrietta that the Lord has been so wonderful to me, cure me of this terrible disease that I just want to keep talking about, you know, I just want to be, and he said, you know, I had the answer. Bill was very grateful for what God had done in his life, and, uh, you know, by the way, you can't fake that deal. So I'm just grateful to be here, and God bless you all. Thank you.